straight out of Leighton. You're listening to Nitwick Radio with your hosts, Logan, Aaron, Jake, and Cody. And Logan told me it wasn't going to work. And it totally worked. He lied. Let's go. Lied. Logan told me it wasn't going to work. I've been misconstrued. <laughs> so it sounded great, too, on the stream. I heard so it. Nice so nice of Umru to do our opening track. Thank you, Umru. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you. Shadow Haze. Trapaholics. <laughs> yeah, dude. And it, it looks and sounds great on the stream. I, I think we're. this is the most official we've ever been. Oh, yeah. No, this works. This I, is. I'm just watching. This works. I do like if you've ever watched me on Twitch, you'll notice that I kind of look at my actual stream video. Like I'll look at OBS and just like, oh wait, I'm not supposed to be looking there. <laughs> I'm gonna do it this whole time because it doesn't matter if I look at it or not while I'm doing this. <laughs> All right, I'll just stare straight into the camera. Hello and welcome to Newick Radio. This is season two, episode twelve, the finale. Woo! The finale, boys. That's yep. right. In the line, and um, you know. Reason it's for the finale is because we're we're kind of pulling a quick one here, and we're just trying to end this season because uh, we wanted to take it out back and shoot it with a captive bolt gun. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was the plan. animal cruelty laws. Well, no? we, we'd, we'd already done that to Damon. Yeah, no. no, no, no. Damon did that to himself. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> now let's rest just, in peace, Damon. <laughs> rest in peace. But um, anyway, at, you know, for all zero people watching this stream right now, as you can see, we have we've made some changes. <laughs> Shout out for to all zero for all zero watching. It's a very good looking stream. Yeah, and so our plan is to restart season three and um, actually get out there. We're gonna try to actually push this, and um, you know, us and Jameson, we're we're coming for the world. We're coming for the world. Jameson, you get to take over for Damon because Damon's dead. Sorry. <laughs> Also, Rules there's the like game. zero latency on this mic now, and it feels crazy. I know. We upgraded our mics, too. Yeah. No, it's an actual podcast. <laughs> we, are, we put fun... Well, Aaron, at this point, really. Just put funds towards it. We are we are actually a podcast now. Yeah. Aaron and, is saved in my phone as the good man Aaron Nibo for a reason. Oh, wow. <laughs> that makes me feel good. I it mean, has, I, it's I, been that way as long as you've had a I kind of delayed us a lot tonight, so... No one knows. It's still 7 o'clock on the West Coast. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's seven o'clock somewhere. California dreaming, man. It's... Mamas and the papas. You know how it is. Oh, well, Logan hasn't said a single word. I know. I have to cut. Lo- Logan is just... Logan, slack. Logan is... Logan is feeling a rush of a new... A, a whole new... He's overwhelmed. He's a pr- yeah, he's scared to approach the equipment. He's like, he's like, I can't have a trash opinion. It's not trash equipment. <laughs> I can't peek the mic anymore. The I don't know is, if... Mm. The thing is, we got this nice, polished alcohol ad intro now. And our opinions still suck. <laughs> no, they don't. Mine are golden. Yeah. Okay, you're right. His yeah, are yeah, golden. Yeah. 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 We, one, one of us. One is of us is golden. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was pretentious. <laughs> Logan, Logan, you have to. You have I'm to say terrified. Logan, there because the last time, the last time I opened my mouth after you spent an hour and fifteen minutes in front of me debugging the audio setup, and you said, "I got it. It works." And I said. I love your optimism. You said, oh, oh, so my friends don't believe in me? I'm sorry that I was. I pay attention to history. Yeah, it's true. It was an hour and 15 minutes. I apologize. Yeah, I mean. But yeah. look, okay, look, to be completely honest, I was not fully planning on running this stream, but I'm glad we're here. You weren't? No, <laughs> I wasn't. 
Well, here we are, and we made it, and we've got transitions, and um, you know, for all zero people watching, you're gonna love these transitions. You don't know there's only two zero people three. watching. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, no, I'm so watching. It's, we're we're doing uh, list week this zero. week. We're doing list week, but we also have an album. Now, are we gonna start with the album, or are we gonna do list? We're gonna start album with first. the album. Okay, all right. So, so uh, let's uh, see if this works. It's a placeholder, by the way, guys. We will have an actual video. In yeah. that spot. Yeah, again, this Sometime. is the trial run. Don't don't manage their expectations. Yeah, yeah, don't don't <laughs> don't, don't, don't I'm keep not them managing. Their they're, gonna, they're gonna get what they I'm freaking gonna, get. <laughs> I'm gonna fly so far over their expectations. Let's put it this way: that will probably stay a placeholder until we hire Logan's sister to do more art. <laughs> so, because um, I okay, actually do this. Yeah, you can do yeah, whatever you okay. want, dude. Do you see how I'm right. sitting over here? Uh, it's all about I, comfort. Oh wow, he crossed. He, wow, he's 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 got a. Oh, this little, homie, this homie we, about to give us real. We're opinions. a comfy cast now. <laughs> yeah, let, let's say that. We're um, bring a couch in. Um, when we hire your sister to do those transitions, then we will have transitions. But I'm kind of coming to the conclusion that I think we should just have her do all the art. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll pay her for it. I'll pay her for it. But she always she always complains at me. I don't know what it is about like. Six, like okay, so when I was young, when I was sixteen, I had no so conception of money. Right, money was just a thing that, that uh, mean that my senior girlfriend bought me McDonald's every once in a while. Right, oh, that's you were all money meant for the to fences, me. and you were dating a senior at sixteen. <laughs> and <laughs> nice. And now, like sixteen-year-olds who have older siblings are ruined because they're immediately aware of what a job and money can do for them, and they're like, "Oh, I'm so sad that my parents won't let me get a job," and then. Uh, but once you're in like the soul suckingness of a service job, you're like, oh no, yeah, no, yeah. oh no, yeah. I have to do this for youth forty more years. You know what they say? Youth is wasted on the young. You it's know true. What, you know what they, they say. do say that. Yeah. Who, who the frick says that? Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a boomer. Man. I mean, I just said it too. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, Aaron's also a boomer. Yeah. It's out there, but I ain't. I've never heard that. You're not a boomer. You've yeah. never heard that. No, I've never heard that. Really. Uh, well, it's it's precisely what it's precisely it. what he just described. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. You just but. don't you just don't understand that you pay for all the cool things that you get to do with your time and furthermore your soul. So you think as a kid, oh, I'm getting money. That means I can play my Nintendo Switch 18 hours a day, seven days a week. Wrong. You can play your Nintendo Switch 18 hours a day, three days a week. <laughs> you gotta Take work that. Your worldview is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to reality, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Grass is never greener. It's, no, it's, it's actually dead. usually greener. <laughs> grass is never, no, it's really not. No, grass is never greener. I, you be, know what? Be, be grateful for fire. the grass. I, you I'm actually, I'm officially getting sick of this. Like grass is greener um, aphorism. You just said the at grass all. is even greener, though. <laughs> <laughs> is your grass even greener? Is your grass even greener, bro? <laughs> this is why I'm not talking. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting misconstrued. Up. There was no misconstruction. You know, my homies don't believe in me. That's not what I said. That's never what I said. It's a new grief gang track. <laughs> My homies never believed in me. My homies never believe in. All right, I'm taking this ball by the horns, and I'm gonna say, album of the week this week. Oh yeah, week. we started that. We did. We did start it. Okay. See, we, we 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 have cool transitions, but we still forget where we are. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's just like it's a real show now, but we're we're still not real. We're, we're not so. ready for this, you know. Yep. Um, five seasons in, we're not ready for you, this. You, 
You can take the low quality out of the Nitwick, <laughs> but you can't take the Nitwick out of the low quality. I accept that. Oh, it's but... fine. I'll accept it. I just, it uh, it's kind of illogical. <laughs> okay, so this was my choice this week. Why is a raven like a writing desk? These I, new, I'm not. I'm not going to bite that. I'm not going to bite that. These hook. new microphones making everybody different. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I chose the album of the week this week. Um, it is an album that came out this year, um, just a few months ago, from Raccoon City, um, which is a little screamo post-hardcore band from australia they don't have very much out um but they have a little like it's like between an ep and an album it's called nightlife um it is very good uh i've actually been listening to nightlife for a good while it's like this really hard emo album that i found and man when i found it i was just like this is just golden and i just listened to that on loop forever some great tracks on there. Um, and then, you know, I, I i mean, I kept listening to them, but I kind of thought it was a project that was kind of done and over. Because if I remember right, Nightlife was like 2014 or something. Well, that's like most emo bands. Yeah. Most emo bands okay. are like three songs in 2012. Exactly. And, then, and, I, yep. and they're the best songs you've ever heard. And then, and then they were like, uh, yeah, I mean, that was just a weekend that we had <laughs> at my grandpa's I, I, house. I don't mean to derail it right, right out of the gate either. But so we're going with, Post hardcore on this one, not like math rock or uh, no, definitely not math rock. Math rock. Definitely why? why math rock. How, how? Okay, help me because like there's a lot of okay. If I had to choose guitar, if I had to choose a lot of that one, guitar happening, you know, if I had to choose, you know, one a lot of genre. Okay, you got mad at me for doing the fart sound effect. <laughs> I'm not. I'm gonna be the bigger person here and not comment on that sound. Effect. I'm just saying. But what I'm gonna that do, sounded like math rock. What I'm gonna do is this. I'm gonna say. What I would classify this album as is screamo or screaming emo, um, like its actual definition. Or I would also settle for hard emo, but um, definitely not math rock. There are like math rocky riffs, kind of some twinkly riffs, but just because it has the riffs doesn't mean it's math rock. Um, so what 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 does mean it's math rock? <laughs> Well, math rock has like a way softer energy to it, and and it's usually a horrible singer that's like totally off key. Math rock sucks. No, math rock, <laughs> math rock, freaking is. I love math rock. Math rock yeah. rules. I'll, I will. I will like fight Cody. I'll fist fight Cody for that. Math core is cool. They but, play some cool breakdowns. Anyways, um, so yeah, I mean, we we could continue to talk about genre, but I I would say screamo. First, first I, off, I want to say bless your heart. I, I feel I had this rant probably three times a show in season zero and season negative one. When people describe my chemical romance as emo, and when people describe anything that involves harsh vocals as screamo. Don't make me whip out that <laughs> coffee pasta. It's like real emo only consists of the Washington, D.C. emotional hardcore scene in bands like Rites of Spring. <laughs> Believe me, I, I don't want well, okay, to bring that out. But, but, but between the spectrum, between the spectrum of an MCR fan and that coffee pasta, I'm like square in the middle here. We need to respect some boundaries. Right? I want to start screamo. calling the Vinge Sevenfold screamo. No. Please don't. I'm going to do it. Because I know what Screamo actually is, but here's, I like triggering people. <laughs> here's the thing. is it, it, It's hard, though, because Screamo has a definition, 
and it has a connotation. Yeah, My and Chemical Romance and Joshua fit for Battle are the same band. The, the, the thing is, is when people hear Screamo, <laughs> when people hear Screamo, they think of... Hot Topic and Yeah, they think of angsty, teen, angsty high school kids, you know, at Hot Topic. I mean, it's that's what they think very of. Yeah, but it's, instead, it's just angsty <laughs> high school kids at the thrift store. Yeah, they're at the <laughs> that's, that's the difference. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what people think of. But again, if you go back to the actual word, it's screaming emo or scream emo. And I feel like that is the better way to look at it. Yeah. Because like, if you look at projects like William Bonnie or this Raccoon City, it, it feels a lot like, like kind of to Aaron's point, it feels a lot like emo, like, you know, kind of like the Midwest emo-y vibe. Yeah. But it screams a lot more than Midwest emo does, for example, you know? So I just, I don't know. I would call it screamo. Yeah, it, especially in terms of heritage, because a lot of these bands, if you take something like Old Gray, they're a screamo yeah, Exactly. But like exactly. their earlier stuff is much more traditional emo. Yep. And I think yep. that's where Aaron's saying, like, you get a little bit of the math rock stuff in there, because... It's a lot of the same kids. It's a lot of the same heritage. They're listening to similar music. And so those riffs kind of find their way in there. But this thing is way too heavy to be considered a say, Midwest um, emo record. Old, exactly. old Grey or Old Greg. Old Grey. Old Grey. Drinking uh, Baileys and, from the shoe. And Old Grey actually is probably the prime example of, of merging from Midwest emo and then like metamorphosizing into screamo. Yeah, they, they went crazy. They wrote it's, literally one of the best Midwest emo EPs and oh. then had like a great screamo album. Yep. Yep. It's crazy. So anyways, as I was saying though, um, these guys, Raccoon City, um, have this album EP, probably more EP thing called Nightlife. And anyways, when I saw that they were doing a new album this year, I was just blown away. Yeah. It, it's like finding some old emo project and they're just like, yeah, we're doing an album this year. And you're just like, what? Yeah. And so um, anyways, they, they released Carnation, the song off this album, Carnation, as a single and holy crap, when they released that, I just got so excited. I was yeah. like, this is going to be good. I feel like I feel like whenever I find out about bands, they have a suddenly higher chance of appearing with a new project more than 10 years or five years later. <laughs> uh-huh. And so in a way, I almost feel like I'm God and that I'm manifesting into the world. Listen, I'm saying Jake got into emo music and Raccoon City got back together and made a new project. What I'm if not they saying- never split? <laughs> I'm not like saying no that maybe they well, confirmed that. I don't know that. I, I'm not, I never said that they split. That's and what I, I'm saying. I, I don't really think they did. I just think they went on like a hiatus. Or maybe they were releasing stuff, but I didn't see. Like, they, like I mean, you have they, to dig look, hard to find look, other look, stuff. Look, look, look. A lot of people would say Nitwick split, but it's never split. We're just on a hiatus. <laughs> we're just on yeah. a... I mean, you know, maybe there's a few creative differences. Not really. I don't think we've really ever had a formal conversation about creative differences. Don't think we've done that. Yeah, I I don't get the sense that these guys like had a rocky past. I don't get that yeah. sense. I like I've I've gone onto YouTube and watched quite a few videos of them like playing together and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And like they seem, I don't know. They they seem like probably they're all friends. I I don't know. I'm reading between the lines here. They seem like friends that just yeah. yeah. May project a few more facts. Yeah, just okay, like how yeah. Jack and Meg White always seemed like they were, someone was going on there. So <laughs> oh, when they oh, said no, they no. were siblings, it was like, uh... That's a so what's this that energy is, then? That no. is such a confusing thing. What I find cool about these guys, though, is like, um, every once in a while, like, it doesn't happen too often, but like, they have the female in their band who plays the bass. Mm. And she screams a few times in their music, and I think that that is so cool. Like, that does not happen very often. Mm-hmm. And man, I love that. And so, 
I don't I don't know. They, they just seem like a very they just seem like down to earth cool people. And I, I follow them on Instagram. I've commented on their stuff and they like have replied to me and I don't know. They're just they just seem awesome. They also seem pretty small. Like they don't have that many listeners. I think their monthly listeners is like twelve thousand or something. So I mean that is frick ton more than us, but um <laughs> I, I'm just saying relatively I don't think they're very big, but they pack a lot of punch. I really like their music. Um, before I let loose on you guys' opinions, I just want to say a few more things. Um, for the record, um, back when I was listening to L- Nightlife, when I first found it, they actually were going under the name Raccoon City Police Department. Shout uh, out to Resident uh, Evil. Resident Evil, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious. thing I like in this world, it's Resident Evil. <laughs> it's obviously a big, giant Resident Evil reference. I mean, the title is Raccoon City. But um, that they changed their name to Raccoon City um, this at the beginning of this year or just before they released this album. So that was last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe me, I yeah. hate it. We're in 2020. Uh, I postmarked yeah. a bunch yeah, of stuff gosh, 2021 today. I'm, I'm going to keep doing that for a while, but that's okay. It's only January 5th. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I think uh, that's about all I want to intro. I, I'm curious to hear what you guys thought of this. So um, For Nobody Nowhere, I don't even know if I said the album name. You have now. But the album name is For Nobody Nowhere by Raccoon City. And what did you guys think? Where to even begin? Where where to begin? Where to yeah, even where? begin? Where? Here's what here's what I'm going where? to say. Like classifying this album is actually kind of hard for me because I I'm not just feeling like the screamo influences here. This doesn't feel like a straight William Bonnie type project. I'm seeing a lot of influence from metalcore. They have even these spacier shoegazy moments. There are times where I think there is an argument to be made that it is just almost Midwest emo or um, there was even one moment that sounded kind of new metal uh, or at least pop punk. And they're two vastly different. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, well, you, you know, like the sound of the early two thousands where it was just like guitars playing the chords and then like the no. double stack harmony vocals, yeah. that kind of pop yeah. punky sound. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's definitely a hint of that on this record. And I got to say, one of the things that I appreciate most about a lot of the records that, um, end up being my favorites is just how many takes they have on how many different things. Um, so I think while it takes away from calling this like an absolute screamo classic, like this is a screamo album. I love seeing all these influences come together in a way that felt really, really natural. And I think the thing that holds it ultimately together are the singer's ability to flawlessly transition from many, many different types of harsh vocal and also clean vocal styles. Oh, yeah. I I was just floored. Like, this is the same person who's bringing all this raw, passionate energy to screaming your lungs out over beautifully written lyrics, I gotta say. Um, And then turning it around and and singing a veritable pop-punk track. I... I don't even know what to say. I wish Aaron would recommend an album that, or that Jake would recommend an album that I hate again so I could be creatively funny about dissing it. But this thing, <laughs> this thing's like an in, instant eight, if not a 10 for me. Oh, he's, he's actually, nine. He's, wow. he's, going, yeah. he's ranking it. He's ranking. He's going from a B to an A plus. He's putting, he's putting rankings. Let's go. Putting yeah. names, names to this. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed this album a lot as well. It really surprised me. I would say, again, um, most of my exposure to this type of music comes through directly through the show. And this, this project definitely felt super well put together. And I, I would have to agree. It's like 
vocals being able to transition in and out of screaming that is usually such a cringy thing oh yeah yeah it's, it's like rough. two modes yeah <laughs> clean yeah that's cleaner, why most that's clean. why most metalcore acts just have two vocalists but like they're like all right you're the pretty boy and you're the one who actually says something meaningful i did not feel that way about this like when they would go in for the screams they'd go into the rhythmic mode and like really good at screaming really good at singing and yeah to your point the lyrics were pretty cool the whole project, it's like, why does this only have this many listeners? I know. I feel the same like way. I, that was what I honestly was thinking. I was like, this feels bigger than this. For yeah. sure, this feels bigger than this. I know. I think the same thing. I They could blow up. They could. Because I think a, an, a record like this, really, and I hate to, I would like to pretend that it's anybody else, but it's one Fantano review away. From being yeah. considered a decent... Now, the problem is is that Fantano just doesn't put any respect on metalcore or post-hardcore, really, or anything that isn't Death Grips or Daughters, <laughs> or now or now weird, obscure UK feminist music. Nice. Um, nice. <laughs> but I... Wait, I, wait, wait. What is some weird UK feminist music? Who? Who? You, did you see that spelling record that he was like, this is a 10 out of 10? Uh, I, that that thing was whack. You're still watching Fantano. I, I can't believe you're still watching. Yeah, Fantano. I'm just no, no, no. I, <laughs> Look, I, I merely let me be clear. I only watch review of the week. That's like all I watch at this point. I am merely I sub to him. <laughs> merely just aware of the nines and tens that are coming out because I like to discover interesting music like everyone else. I don't. I heard that Damon was doing that. I'm listening to an album a day, every day uh-huh. for the oh, whole year. I started doing And I that. got really jealous nice. and I failed on the second day <laughs> because I didn't make it all the way through Porter Robinson. But Oh, you did it? The new one? The grass one? You know why? Because I kept listening to the singles over, like, <laughs> I was like, that was so cool, let's go back. And then nine hours of my workday flew by, and I was like, ah, shoot, I've, I've listened to the same three tracks. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, Raccoon City, I, I hope this band gets elevated somewhat, because they are definitely one of the more unique voices that I've heard in the hard emo, uh, screamo scene, because I... It can be very easy in this genre to feel like after you've heard William Bonney, after you've heard Old Grey, after you've heard a few others, you're like, okay, I'm going to go back to Midwest now because at least those guys write melodies. <laughs> but this this album has such strong melody and, again, a diverse array of influences to it. Yeah, I no, think that's what yeah. really and makes like, legitimately, it hits really It hits pretty hard. It know? does, yeah. Pretty, it pretty, does. pretty well done. But I mean, I, I and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I guess you guys are using the word twinkly, but there is a lot of that happening too. It's not a bad thing. That's not. No, it's not. No. But I, I mean, I I, 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 I took a lot of uh, uh, like you guys put a lot of heat on me for saying math rock, but like that's present. Yeah, I mean, I guess if I could go back, I would try to be like like I. It was surprise. It wasn't like heat. I was just like, oh well. The thing about math rock is it is just a way lighter tone. Mm. And it's like there's definitely math rock elements here, so you know that's why I would go back. Okay, and we gotta we gotta confront but, the elephant in the room. What's that? Cody's opinion. Well, don't don't call him that. <laughs> Cody, 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 just be over here, just like I'm ready, I'm ready. But um, you know, okay, look, I legitimately did appreciate that this was very much a, a significantly above average album experience for me. I will say that, like, I really enjoyed it. I'll return to this. I'm curious to hear what he'll have to say, though. Let's hear it, Cody. What did you think of For Nobody Nowhere? So, 
Everything I'm about to say is going to sound like I am saying something negative. It is not meant that way. I just think of bands in terms of their influences. And so when I was listening to this record, I thought of two things. One's a set of bands. The other is a website. And the <laughs> Oh, no, don't let it be Tumblr. It's Tumblr. It's Tumblr. <laughs> and this would have been a hit on Tumblr in 2013, which is not necessarily a negative thing. Like, yeah, Tumblr is this sucks. whole music taste? Well, I just, it like, is. As someone I, who was on Tumblr in, like, 2010 to, like, 2014, Midwest Emo was huge on there. People doing, like, I, I wouldn't call it Scram's Revival, but bands like Pianos Become the Teeth, Old Grey, oh, yeah. that kind of stuff was huge on Tumblr, yep. which is fine. I'd have no issue with that. And then the set of bands. Defeater, Touche Amore, La Dispute, Thursday, and Pianos Become the Teeth. God, I yeah. love all of those. And yeah. All of those are very good bands. I Okay, La Dispute's kind of... They've got one good <laughs> album. Somewhere on the River Between Altair and Vega is certified classic. The rest of it after... But Pianos Become the Teeth, um, Pride, that album is just fantastic. I can hear a lot of influence from there. But there is specifically sections where they're doing more of the clean vocals. It's kind of a little more of a harsh sound, but it sounds like Jeff Rickley from Thursday, and I could not think of anything else while I was doing that. That said, Jeff Rickley is my favorite emo vocalist of all time. Beautiful. And so, like, I really like this album. I can't listen to stuff like this because of the lyrical content. Like, it just brings my brain down, but Mm. I can respect it and think that it's good. I just can't listen to it a ton. So, like, when I put this album on, I'm like, man, this would have been a hit with straight bang girls in 2012 which is again <laughs> not a shot at the band Hold it's up. just like a very specific group of people you know what i'm talking about logan with like the pastel pink hair straight across baby bangs they're probably calling somebody out on tumblr that's secondary to the fact yeah. that they might have good music except shows. back then i was young and didn't know that girls were hot so i had to i was like clowning on them <laughs> I, I forget that i'm like four years old <laughs> I was like, what and I was like, oh, yeah, I was like 18 at this point. Hold up, but I, I was like 12. I, I want to ask about this lyrics thing. Like, ostensibly, I've known you as the guy who listens to a lot of harsh music. Oh, yeah. A lot of harsh music. I can music do harsh music, but themes. like when it's like straightforward, like there's like, I don't even know. I could have just been like associating the sound with this kind of lyrical content. Yeah. But when it gets a little more on the edge of like, Straight up just talking about suicide. Yeah. It gets a little, a little dodgy for me. I don't me. really remember much of that in here. I And like I said, it could just be an association by the sound. Well, a lot of people do sing that stuff. At well, the and I know they do, but <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, like, on this Emo project, bands are fine. I just, I can't listen to them like I used to. Um, like, hardcore and stuff, like, I can look, like, if somebody's lyrics are super dark and depressing, like, that's fine, because they usually have riffs. And so, I, I'm willing to look past it for the breakdowns. But... I dare say this album's got riffs, though. Oh, no, it does. Oh, yeah. yeah. Believe me, I like this album. I really did. I actually am very surprised at this take. Like, I, I was expecting you actually to really appreciate the lyrics here, because... And I, I like, do appreciate of, the lyrics, I'll, I just can't listen to them a ton. But, like, a lot of it, like, like for example, that Modern Life is War album we listened to... I think it's more hateful than it is inward. Yeah, but like songs like Carnation on this album are talking about like class difference. Oh yeah, no, and, and I do appreciate that. And I stuff just, like that. I, I think it's something like even if the lyrics aren't straightforward, like talking about oh I'm gonna kill myself, like <laughs> it's Clip the that. sound, it's the tone for it's you. It's the tone because like I think I brought up with the bands, lot of dispute is like them and pianos become the teeth. Every single song's about that. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, well, that's true. Streetlight Manifesto too, but yeah, they but have Streetlight horns. Manifesto, <laughs> they yeah, have horns. They start playing with like trumpets, and usually Streetlight Manifesto songs end with like a positive note. 
Yeah, like, like in the very last bar. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine because I know it's coming. Like yeah. Koke is going to hit me with like something positive right at the end. It's going to bring me back to like reality. But Aww. we love Toke. Because like the the line like um, when he says, "And I hope you're happy," because when the rich get richer, it's the lower class. Oh yeah, no, pay. that line was sick. Honestly, I'm not kidding. I really like this album, and I do appreciate that kind of lyrical content. I just don't listen to it as much as I used to. I can get that. I, I want mean, to listen to like that. sketchy black metal bands. <laughs> Not that I agree with them, but because I don't agree with them. Yes. No, that makes a lot of sense. Intake all day. Yeah. Just so kidding. The, I don't listen to sketchy well, no. black metal bands. I would like to point that out. Dear listener, I'm not listening to any sketchy black metal bands. <laughs> I, think you lo- I think you His lose Twitter, His Twitter handle is. <laughs> so, yeah, you can cancel me. My Twitter handle is at Cody from five to seven. Shout hold out up, to Hold Alex up, Varda. hold up, though. I feel like you still lose clout in black metal if you haven't listened to Burzum, though. I have listened to Burzum. I just don't listen to him much. Well, I'm just I'm just <laughs> saying that, like, it's not... You can't yet brag about not listening, not I'll having listened to I'll pop Philosophy on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm popping Defeater on the way home. That's what's happening. Shout out to Travels. Yeah, so my, my question with this is, like, you know, what does... <clears throat> what does keeping a band like Raccoon City together look like because i i wonder if one of the reasons that we don't get so many like standout screamo albums like i guess my frame of reference here is like metalcore and pop Tumblr which I, died well <laughs> i'm but I, dead serious about that answer i do wonder like if albums are a big emphasis for screamo emo type bands like obviously the midwest kids will do it forever and they have been uh but in terms of screamo albums I, you can count them on like one hand the projects that actually come together it's mostly like a handful of eps yeah. like singles that you can find illegally uploaded to youtube <laughs> yeah i i wish that we had more great screamo albums but i go i do wonder 90s. if that's not like just a big focus for them as opposed to performing live in their communities i honestly have thought the same thing like i also think that it has something to do with like a time and like place because in the 90s bands like page 99 have like seven albums like full lengths, <laughs> yeah. Barring a full length and a Scrams album's like eighteen minutes long, but still, it's yeah. it's there. Them like Sasha has full length albums. Like Joshua Fit for Battle has full length albums. Whereas I, I'm not super big into Midwest emo, so like you can correct me on this, but also bands like Thursday, like Thursday ostensibly they're not a screamo band, but like Jeff Rickley has a screamo band called United Nations. They've got like three <laughs> LPs. United yeah. Nations. They got I, sued by the actual United Nations and won the case. Oh, <laughs> I, I do think that like with this album, and, and this again goes back to when they announced it, and I was so mind blown that they were coming back for, an, for a release. It's like, I do feel like this type of music right now, at this very moment, is not common to find. Mm. Like, I do feel like you kind of have to it's scour for it. Because Tumblr died. Well, and also you think pandemic. I'm kidding. Yeah, you think I'm kidding. But like literally at the point when Tumblr was at the height of its popularity, I could show up to a Pianos Become the Teeth like show on a Tuesday and it would be <laughs> sold out. Yeah. Like I remember I saw it was a title fight, Pianos Become the Teeth uh, and Single Mothers, which Single Mothers is sick. Shout out to that band. I miss them. They played at Mojo's Coffee Shop in Ogden and we had Four times venue capacity that night. Dang. Wow. The fire marshal shut the show down. <laughs> it was literally one of the most packed shows I've ever seen. Wow. I don't think if Pianos became the te- become the teeth, who's still like one of the biggest names in that genre, yeah. if they came around today, I don't think they could do that again. Yeah. 
That sucks. It's, true. Uh, it's really it's a time and place hey, thing. Out of curiosity, where do you think all the um all the baby pink pastels uh sorry, pastel hair, baby the, baby bang people went? Oh, they're still there, they're just on Twitter. Oh. Tumblr <laughs> migrated to Twitter and that's why I get cancelled. <laughs> Like, you can't listen to that band. Well, I am. Well, why do they still not like this music? Real quick, (laughs) before we transition, just just closing thought here. Um, I was just going to, one more time, shout out to Nightlife, the the other EP you can find on Spotify. If you are a fan of For Nobody Nowhere, definitely go listen to Nightlife. It is very, very good. Also, play Resident Evil. I would specifically like to shout out this band for having a Resident Evil themed name. (laughs) I love resident evil and so like when jake sent it i was like yes i'm in i don't care what the music is and then it ended up being good but i was like this is sick their name is raccoon city i just need to find a hyper pop album that has a resident evil reference and then he'll love we, it. we can get cody there kicking I and have, screaming dude my december 2021 playlist has a hyper pop song it's edgelord he has one song oh that's a good song shout True out facts. to rebecca black shout out to rebecca black shout out to logan's sister for that art so Shout good. Out. Oh, man, I got to break out my list. All right, yeah. Also, last thing about that album. Nobody mentioned how good that All My Friends Are Dead Inside moment was. Holy crap. That's it. Sure. That's the... That, that, That's that. what got you? Yep. I was like, mm. But holy cow, that hit so hard. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, oh. no. Had, had moments. No doubt about it. I, I was very impressed. And it runs so smooth. You know, I like a good album that runs smooth. Yeah, it's a good album experience goes down easy Go. <laughs> all right all right um i mean not not too quick but uh pretty quick because we got to get through five five our top five albums discovered that's the topic okay yeah that's wait the a topic. minute you didn't come with your list no i have the list oh okay i told so i dm'd aaron earlier this morning you i said him you hey his phone number i said are we doing <laughs> are we doing are we doing town of trash pandas are we doing list week and i said don't worry because i know you'll worry i have prepared for both <laughs> and you can see you can see right before i send that second message he was already tagging away like i can't believe i spent all this money beefing up the studio and you can't even be bothered to write down your favorite albums no, hey no. in fairness you know who else did their albums today jake aaron myself <laughs> we all did it today while we were on the clock yeah, in our see, uh, respective <laughs> this is true. see the, the thing is I was not thinking that. I wasn't. I know you were. You're misrepresenting me. <laughs> yeah, you're misrepresenting me. This is a healthy friendship. So, um, for those listening, if it isn't clear already, um, because 2021 just wrapped, we are doing our top five albums of the year for 2021 that we discovered. Not that were written or released in 2021, but that we discovered personally. Because 2021 was a terrible year for music. False. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyway, let's let's do this, man. I'm actually so excited to hear. Um, for those listening, if you got a pen and paper, write these babies down because honestly, I'm super excited to hear what you guys I hate that we them. have to go fast, but no, you, don't. Okay. No, you, you don't. You don't have to go fast. You just don't, don't, don't want to sit on them. We're only like we're not gonna half do, an hour how about into this? the episode. We're, yeah, no, yeah, we're not okay. going to do a bop of the week. Probably. All right, cool. Yeah, and that's let, fine. Let, let's right. just do let's do albums of the year. I wanna hold up. Do we wanna do like any level of uh like guessing game and see if we could see what made each other's lists? I'm gonna I haven't talked about any of these albums on Okay, the maybe when you when you very first pull up, like you're pulling up right now. Yeah. Right? We could go around and just choose 
some guesses, but not yeah. every time. He's got. I, he's, he's, I truly have no guesses. Kendall, for Kendall. I, I know Kendall, already one. Kendall Catface, guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed, Dorian Electra's on there. Kendall Catface. And then I become if, so predictable. Gotta be. If, if Kendall oh, Catface is not, if Kendall Catface is not on there, then like you, you were jaw on the but, floor no, 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 but he saying this this album is reinventing what it means to me to to put an album together you were saying sentences like that so if you if you disown <laughs> kendall Catface because you can't fess up to it so the thing is i guaranteed my agenda if it is if it is kendall Catface, it would have to be the new album which yeah. i know is the one he was freaking out about this year because <laughs> because the other album was last year so yeah um, those would be my only guesses, really. I I remember last year, like I pulled up and I was like, "You guys aren't even gonna know." And I listed them off, and you were like, "Yeah, I haven't heard of any of those." <laughs> and I was like, "I'm a secretive man. I've got mystery that I've got hidden depths that nobody even knows." Now I realize, like, I've talked all of these things to death, pretty much. <laughs> so, okay, awesome. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and start real quick. Are these in any order? Yes. Okay. They yeah. Are. These are these are in order. Mine from not. My... Mine is not either. Oh, okay. That's my, okay. My, yeah, that yours is. Uh, how dare mine you? Isn't. You know what? L- everything is a competition, and I am saying that the artists at the higher end of this list are better than the ones below. <laughs> okay. I all say, right. I shouldn't say that. Kendall has like twelve listeners. <laughs> Aha! Kendall is on the list. Aha! Um, at number five, I've put Fax Gang with Ethernet. Spelled pretty much exactly how you'd think. Um, I don't know how to describe (laughs) this other than, like, take take an entire series of pretty decent hyperpop songs. Uh, All right, all right. One part hyperpop, one part shoegaze, then throw them in an 8-bit blender. Ooh. Because the entire album sounds like it's coming out of a Game Boy Advance speaker set. Oh, some of the some of the synths are legitimately chip tunes, but many of them are not. The voices are heavily auto-tuned to sound kind of like nostalgic video game music. A lot of the drums are straight up NES samples. Um and the entire thing has this hazy bit crushed feel over it. So you can easily like if you pay attention to like the actual bounce and the feel of these songs, you can get really hyped to it. But you can also kind of just put on your set of headphones, lean back, and just drown in like '80s, '90s video game sounds, and just lose yourself to that Atari. Because nice. I remember I was really excited about that Hexed album a while ago. Yeah, uh-huh. um, but the deal is, is like that was kind of a pirate effort. That was somebody who took an existing work ran it through a bit crush filter and was like, this is a new project. And for some reason, rate your music freaked out over it. Uh, but now a bunch of people are getting together and legitimately writing music that targets this heavily bit crushed PlayStation sound. Interesting. And I, and I think the product is a really emotionally salient album. And if you can kind of get over the fact that the entire thing is in like eight bits of sound quality, uh, which I think just adds to it. It's easily one of the most cohesive album experiences of the year. So, question: Is this on Spotify? Yes. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, good. they're killers. Um, some of these won't be though. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. The next, of course, is Kendall, and it's actually a bunny face because I learned that they identify as a bunny furry. 
Oh. Sorry, she identifies. As she a identifies as a bunny furry. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> I also found out that uh, they're a film critic on YouTube. No way. And they have a they have a Patreon. Oh, damn. And that's like their main... Like, this is just a side project of some YouTuber. So imagine my embarrassment. Ken, 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 Kendall reviews licorice pizza. <laughs> Kendall reviews Pulp Fiction. It's It's dark. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they had like a piece on like the gay undertones of Fight Club, and it was like a 15 minute long video of exactly what you'd think. Furries talking about the undertones in Fight Club, and I was like, "Huh, this is my fourth album of the year." <laughs> you like it, you like Fight Club still, Cody? I'm curious to like hear this one out. I know it's like, I'm not going to make this case. <laughs> no, 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 I don't want you to make the case. I want you to send me the video. <laughs> I will send you the video afterwards, but. God, it's so good. Like, you really, you can really nowadays be a renaissance person if you want. And I think uh, Kendall's Dirt album is just so many things. I It definitely intersects with, um, like, the, I, I hate using this word so much, hyperpop craze a little bit, right? In that it uses heavily modulated vocals, auto-tune, some kind of off-the-wall instrumentals. But I think what you'll find is a lot of that same emotional vulnerability that we had on Hey translated into this kind of benign rage at the world. The album is angry, but it's also depressing, but it's also deeply passionate. And so that's one of the weird things where I felt like Hey came across as timid and fragile and beautiful. This album shows um, kind of like a deeply and I don't necessarily mean this in the way, but like a lustful experience, just like so possessed of strong human feelings. Interesting. Everywhere from like despair to romance to, um, I, I don't know. It explores a lot. And I think it's interesting to see somebody evolve as an artist because I think their sound on Hey was so amateur and that was delightful about them. And here they've managed to maintain a lot of that amateur quality while still evolving their sound and trying new things. Uh, absolutely exciting. I bought a shirt. I bought it on Bandcamp. I will sing its praises. I hate that this is like the side project of a YouTuber <laughs> who probably also has a day job because it's <laughs> it's legitimately some of the best art pop I've ever heard. You got to send it. You got to send your review to them. That that you should like. You should just clip what you everything you just said and send it to him. I would love. I would love. Honestly, that was uh, that was a good review. Like I, I heard the album as well, and I can definitely hear where you're coming from on that. My next pick uh, is going to get me a lot of flack. It's whole lot of red. Ah, but but it's not. It is not whole lot of red as it was released. So I <laughs> whole lot of Kanye it. <laughs> No, no, no. Well, then how is it different than Dota when it was released? Three. Here's, here's what I'm going to say. Web 3. I, I love pirate media. I'm not, I'm not saying pirated, so don't come after me for that. Canceled. But I'm saying pirate media, where people are deliberately appropriating other work and like changing it in some way to make it better or more suited to their aesthetic taste. So it's a since-deleted video on YouTube called So I Fixed WLR, all lowercase, and with ellipses at the end. So it's like, So I Fixed WLR. <laughs> and it's 30 minutes, but it, it cuts out certain tracks that I felt were not bangers, right? It added transitions and fades in between a lot of the tracks. It 
reorganized the track list. It included demos that were leaked from previous versions of the project. And even more so, it changed the mixing on a lot of tracks. Now, you might think this is all the work of some Cardi superfan, right? Turns out, each of the individual parts of the album they stitched together is found just on random YouTube videos. One of the channels is called Nick's Classic Nick Flicks. The other is like <laughs> Cardi Fan 9503. The other is like a My Little Pony review channel most of the time. Of course. So, so like, this was a community effort. People saw Cardi's whole lot of red. They said, whole lot of mid. And then they said, but wait, but wait, there is a, there is a diamond Uh. in the rough here. And I think, I mean, the video is gone from YouTube now, but I have the MP3. I think ultimately they stitched together a nearly perfect modern trap album with all of like the cool, dark, vampiric rock star fantasy that Cardi brings to the table while changing some of maybe the more, let's say, label-induced decisions to make the album quite so long, maybe the decisions to have mixing that makes it not exactly slap in the car when you're trying to show your friend that Rockstar made is a heater. (laughs) Um, And so I admire the work of Cardi fans and Pirates Everywhere, as well as Cardi himself, to actually make an album that realizes its potential. It just took... A thousand different YouTube channels and eventually a copyright strike. (laughs) Um, Next up on my list. No, no, wait, this is number two, right? This is number two. My second favorite album of the year. This was really hard, actually. Number two and number one were really close. Is a compilation album. Oh, the greatest hits. I know, it's I know. The Beatles' greatest It's cringe. Hits. It's cringe. It no, features it's the Beatles get back. <laughs> it features four different artists, and it was uploaded to the Dismiss Yourself channel. And I, on a whim, clicked on this to have some background music while coding in February. And it has become, not from Spotify Wrapped, because it's not on Spotify, it has become what I know to be my most listened to album of the year. Wow. It is... Fwa Fwa Spring Storm. <laughs> Sounds like a Godspeed You Black Emperor album. Man. It is, it is, I kid you not. Okay, do you guys know what, um, like, breaks music is? I believe Like Jungle. So. Yeah, 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 Like yeah. Jungle. Yes, okay, yes. so you know, when you take Jungle and you speed it up and you make it, uh, like, really about having insane breaks, then it's like Breakcore. Yeah. Okay, now take Breakcore and mix it with Weeaboos. Who include obnoxious Japanese samples and anime openings into their breakcore mixes? Ooh. I can't believe you're putting Cody through this. And now you, I don't know and now you that. have another genre called lollycore. Yeah, I'm out. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was in, I was in, I was in. Then he's like, then you take anime. I'm out. Yeah, I was. I'm kind of feeling the same. So way. I want to be clear. If you are not an ultimate cringe lord like me, a cringe lord weeaboo like me, who has I don't know, like uh, some light version of ADHD where the most insane music helps you focus. Uh, and you appreciate the weebery, and you can get over the weebery, not only get over it, but appreciate. You can appreciate the talent of each of these artists and the way that they cut up their breaks and the obnoxiousness that they put into the tracks. It is the only seminal lollycore work out there. It's the only lollycore. (laughs) 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 Let's be clear. But every track is a 10 out of 10. I kid you. Every single track on this 
is a 10 out of 10 song. Damn. But I understand that that's only because it a- appeals so specifically to me. So if you're kind of in the neighborhood of that, or if you at least want to explore this, you know, if you've listened to Snail's House, but you were like, this isn't degenerate enough, <laughs> go ahead and give this album a try. It really is number two. And of course, number one, I think everybody expects this. My artist of the year, the Beatles, hands down, I knew it. <laughs> is Paul McCartney. Oh, he loved that. Dorian song. Electra. Dorian Electra. I I was really struggling whether to give this to My Agenda or Flamboyant. Oh, both of which I discovered this year. I'm going to have to ultimately give it to Flamboyant, though. Interesting. Uh, I think My Agenda has a lot. Uh, well, how do I put this? My Agenda has quite a bit more personality. Uh oh. Uh, which, if you know Dorian Electra, having more personality than the debut album is already a huge ask. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but my agenda was really like a by gamers for gamers type of album, whereas I feel like the appeal of uh, Flamboyant transcends all of that. You have nonstop pop hit on this record. I Every single track is good, and they all have a variety of different influences. So that same thing I was talking about with Raccoon City... The beauty is, you know, while I feel that my agenda leans really into SoundCloud era music, 2012 yeah. SoundCloud era, yeah. you find a lot more like classic pop 80s inspirations on this. You find a lot of 2000s Soldier Boy style inspirations on this. Um, and for the most part, they're straightforward pop songs, but they're mixed with Dorian's very unique voice, which is like guttural and manipulated and sometimes squeaks into the high register. So you have everything from the Dylan Brady produced ironic track musical genius about being a musical genius. You have the absolute anthem that is flamboyant. Let your freak flag fly. Uh, You have Guyliner, which is a track dedicated entirely to Guyliner and the (laughs) absolute, the absolute classic song. Um, probably my favorite song about masculinity, man to man, which is about, uh, man to man, like the number two. No, it's TL. This was back when Dorian was classy, which, which (laughs) arguably wasn't better, but listen to a lot of like dumb people, hardcore this week. So it's like, instead of like a TO, it's just a two man, man to man is, uh, the mirror image of the song Beat It by Michael Jackson. Interesting. In which Michael Jackson, a very, very, very effeminate man, uh, says, sometimes we won't get along, and I refuse to understand your side, so beat it. Expla- displaying that toxic masculinity, right? And in Man to Man, like Dorian Electra, a non-binary person, says, you know I ain't straight, but I'm going to say it straight to you. Oh, that's actually kind of a hard bar, no lie. I'll look you in the face. (laughs) And so it's about breaking down those barriers between men who feel like they need to posture all the time and having honest discussions about our worldviews and how we feel. And in that song, Dorian Electra makes the bold claim that there is nothing more man than to open up to your friends. Wow. No, I like it. I like it. Dang. Well, that was was Logan's list there. 20... you know, 2021, 2020 and 2021 of, um, you know, no, not 2020, 2021. Let, let, let them manifest. Well, no, but we are, we are Go through another year. We are where we are because of where we've been. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dorian, Dorian rose to the top in a, in a world post 2020 and, and into 2021. Yeah, that's fair. 
All right, before I share my list, um, real quick, any guesses of what you think might... Pine Grove. Pine Grove made my honorable mentions, by the way. I honestly don't know what you have and haven't discovered this year, so... Fair, fair. Is that all we got? I'm going to say... I'm going to say... The Beatles. Is Nightlife the album with the kids in the uh, Halloween costumes? Yes. Okay, I'm betting Nightlife is on there. Okay. That's my guess. I probably would be, but that was last year. No! See, that's the thing is... Last year was 2021? Okay. Cody, get out of here, bro! (laughs) Uh, 2020. If if I'm being honest, yeah, it's all... Like, I... Looking at when albums released, everything I feel like was last year was really 2020. It's weird. Like... Yeah, yeah. I'm very... I'm very blurred. Yeah, I'm pretty blurred, too. Well, good guesses, y'all. Here we go. These are not in order. That has to be explicitly clear. These are not in order. Uh, I intentionally did that because I love these all so much I didn't want to order them. Weak. It is weak, sure. (laughs) But um, here we go. You ready? Yeah. First one, not that the first has any significance. These are not ordered. (laughs) First one is Japan. The album is called Japan by Worst Party Ever. Um, Anthology is one of my quintessential albums. Like Anthology by Worst Party Ever is one of my favorite albums of all time. Like that is definitely in my top 10. And um, Japan is essentially just a sibling. It is like more than a spiritual sibling. It is essentially an extension of Anthology. They all could be on Anthology. It's just more of that beautiful acoustic emo that he captures so well. And I didn't know that that even existed until this year. And I have listened to it so freaking much. I think last FM says it's like, it's up there in my top five most listened. So nice. it is great. Um, it's really freaking short. I think it's only like 20 minutes. I'm saving that, but it is great. Love it. So Japan by worst party ever. The next one is, Girlfriends by Girlfriends that we did on this show a few weeks ago. Um, That album was an instant hit for me. Like the second I heard that album, I was like, this is like an immortal album for me. Like just the, the, the layers and the cool riffs and the perfect screaming over all of it and the sweet drum breaks and the, I don't know. It is just such a good album. And every single song is memorable to me. I love the simple album art with the wacky titles that just, mm. you know, match that nice Midwesty vibe. I don't know. And he's got a great afro. And he's got a great afro. And his name's freaking Jerry Joyner. How can, I know. You, how can you not have a better name than <laughs> he that? He had to have made a best album. <laughs> name's Jerry Joyner. Jerry Joyner. I mean, come on. And the fact that it's one guy, too, is, is part of what, like, really... Like, this album so perfectly encapsulates, like, a band energy. Yeah. When you learn it's one guy, it it blew my See, mind. See, and that always whacks me out, because it's like, so much of the band energy comes from being able to feel each other's performances while uh-huh. you're doing it concurrently. And so when somebody like this, or a few other artists I've listened to, have band energy, and are going for rock songs, which is already dangerous to yeah. do as a one-man act. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, how do you, d- this is black magic. Yeah. It's wizardry. It's wizardry. So yeah, girlfriends, girlfriends. That, that's album and artist name there. Um, so good. So that was on my top. Logan got me. Cardinal by Pine Grove Woo! is uh, in there. I discovered Pine Grove this year, early this year, 
and Old Friends um, was actually my number one track of the year, according yeah. to Spotify Wrapped. So my brothers are so sick of me playing Pine Grove in the car. Yo, tell your brothers to get out. I'm like country emo. It's great. And they're like, we like neither me. of those things, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Literally, like, no, no offense to your brothers, but I got beef on that. Yeah, I got. They can come hang out with me. All right, <laughs> Pine, Pine Grove is such a freaking. They're coming to Salt Lake, and I can't wait. I definitely. Am oh, that's going. happening. So you you should come. Yeah, you should. Come. I'm a pine nut. I'm a I'm a pine oh, nut. You know what? Yeah. I don't Screw care what I'm I don't care nut. what the redditor says. <laughs> I cannot like their album art and still be a fan. Oh, <laughs> uh, but like old friend, uh, the album old friends, or I'm sorry, Cardinal by Pine Grove. It's just so cool how it's like kind of circular with the old friends and it ends with new friends. Mm. I don't know. It's just like a timeless. It's album. like poetry. It's like write. poetic. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I don't know it. I, I mean, maybe that was a joke, but I actually it was feel a George that way. Lucas reference, but I, yeah, <laughs> I actually feel that way. I feel like the album is just good. Yeah. Like, and, and I say that in many senses of the word. I think it has cross appeal too. Yeah. I want to play it for other people. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I love the lyrics. I love the feeling of it. I love the mashup of emo and country. It's just oh, so good. So, okay. Up next, second to last. Not that that has significance, <laughs> is the album. It's kind of more of an EP, but Flowers by William Crooks. Oh, um, banger. It is a rager cover to cover, man. It is. Like, uh, you just look at this album art, and it's just him sitting on the back of some crappy car with this ski mask pulled over his face. He's got shorts on. This dude just is unhinged. He's just crazy. His beats are just nuts. Everything's blown. It's hilarious, and yet it's the hardest thing ever. Um, and then there's rainbows. And then oh, there's the rainbows. Mambo number I don't, six guy. Yeah, yeah. It's the Mambo number it's six so guy. It's so sensitive. It I is, love it. Uh, I know. Ra- rainbows is so good. <laughs> yeah, the track goes crazy. What is cool? Are you being, are you being sarcastic over there? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't listened to it. No, no, no. no. Rainbows is seriously... Wait, good song. So Mambo number good. six is the song that shouts out Waffle House. Yeah. Thinking, okay. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Stamp. But the thing about it is, yeah, like this little EP, it's only like it's only like twenty minutes, I think, or twenty five. But yeah, it's like the pacing is really good That's, too. That is an honorable mention for me. Because um, yeah, Rainbows comes in at the perfect time. Um, you got some real heaters in there, like see the light. And then you have Mambo 6, which is like perfectly wacky. And I don't know. It's just, it's got good pacing. It, its production is so good. I love the way it's produced. Everything's all clipped up. Mm. Clipaholics. <laughs> Clipaholics. Oh, it's, Clipaholics. It's just so good. And um, so we're, anyways. We're dealing with a man who's <laughs> struggling with Clipaholics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyways, it's just, yeah, it's, it's so good. So anyways, Flowers by William Crooks. Last one, and um, this one I kind of have known a song by them that I knew back in high school, but it was a cover, and I didn't actually listen to them. But this year I found the album I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning by Bright Eyes. Um, wow, you're number one. I, <laughs> no, 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 it's not my number one. How many times I have I had to say? a song today called, less, it's called like More Deicide, Less Bright Eyes. And I just, sorry, I just, <laughs> I saw Bright Eyes once and I was like, all right. Oh, you saw them live? <laughs> they played Twilight in like 2014. Oh, wow. Interesting. So, yeah, I mean, this is one of their earlier albums. I, they, they have made so many albums. I think they have like eight or it's nine. It's Connor Oberst, right? The guy who did a uh, better, what is it? Better, a 
Oblivion Social Club. I don't know. Yes, yes, yes. It is. Our community club. Yes, it is. Yeah, you know. I haven't listened to that very much, but yes, it is. Um, This album is just like, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to describe. It's like, well, it's not that hard to describe. It's kind of (laughs) like folk punk. Take just a just tone back the the punk or the folk just a little bit, and add in a little bit of like acoustic emo, and just <laughs> stir that's, it up. That's good because Aaron hates the folk. I love it. I also hate folk punk. No, it's I not. like folk, man. Okay, but like if you if you hit play on it, don't expect it to be like full on AJR. Or, oh, I, I mean, not AJR. Thank, thank God. But, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would never, I would never yeah. be known as Gosh, Andrew Jackson why, Jihad. Why did they do that? Jameson. AJJ is what I, I meant to say. Now people think I'm talking about AJR, and I'm like, please, no. Yeah. I don't even know who AJR is, but I can assure you that's not. They made a song that sampled SpongeBob, and I want to kill myself. That actually but goes crazy hard. But let's say this. <laughs> that goes crazy hard. But let me say this. You Forgive will get, Cody for he knows not what he's saying. You will get a little bit of that. <laughs> You get a little bit of that. Some dude smacking a box on the side. <laughs> but you also get, you also get incredibly contemplative lyrics, very intimate, personal, like struggles. You get some very honest things in there, and it's just very real. It's just a very real, solid album. Um, this is one of those albums I can just listen to at any time, in the shower, driving to work doing homework, walking to class, whatever. I just, this album, I can listen to at any moment. It is very good, solid from cover to cover, and it has a couple of tracks that like I love so much I want to learn them on guitar. So I'm saving that one. It's good. I'm, I'm coming to I that. Love, I really like it. You know, as good as it is to really be sharing actual music and, and positive music, musical experiences that we're having, I really miss fighting each other this week. <laughs> like, quite a bit. But... But we'll save that for the next. We'll save that for next. That's week. a season one thing. At the end, you once know what? a year, there's you know peace. What? Cody said this. He says what he likes about Streetlight Manifesto is that it's depressing and it's angry and it's and it's tough to listen to for most of the song. But at the very end, Toke gives you that little light of hope, and that's what we're doing with our listeners. That's we what we're fight, doing. We fight and hate each other most of the time. This is a very vitriolic show about angrily debating opinions. But and, at the end, I want to give them. Just the, a little bit. In this episode, Just a bit. in this episode, we're giving them. I mean, between us, twenty albums that are honestly. I mean, everybody here listens to quite a bit of music, so you're, the, these albums are at least probably a fairly good music experience. You would hope. You would hope. That's true. This episode's like the nine millimeter in a three piece suit. <laughs> everything goes numb, and then. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> so anyway, that's that is my list for the year. So twenty one. Nice. Ooh. Um. Yeah. No. I. I actually make sure in the group chat. Yeah. Let's drop them all. Drop them. Oh. I'll go and listen. I will. You guys have said some things. Like that... I said, one of these is just an MP3 that I think only I have a copy of now. But um, <laughs> upload. Throw it. it in. Upload it. <laughs> Put it on SoundCloud. Mediafire. Yeah. My. <laughs> my 2021 was weird because, like I said, it's blended with 2020, and the whole thing has been somewhat bland for me with music. It sounds like Cody has uh, had a different experience, but um, I also uh, do not have my phone on me because it's the camera. So this is coming out of my my head. Rank them. I, I, but no, but I got them. Rank them. I, I, I definitely got them. Rank them. Don't rank them. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to rank them. Started from the bottom. There, this is no particular <laughs> order, but uh, we got we, we, we got um, 
This this the, I really I enjoyed this one. Uh, the new uh, slow tie, Tyrone. Oh, nice <laughs> pick. Very nice pick. It was good. I it wanted to, good. I wanted to roast you for this. You said you picked a grime album. It, it's good. Yes. Did you listen? Did you listen to that? Have you it's heard decent. it? Decent. I think slow tie picks beats that are like way too slow most of the time though. Yeah, but the thing about him is, is he is just like you know what I mean. He is like incoherent. You know? Yeah. And I really like how the first half is him trying to like go really hard it's all cap and then the second cd is all lowercase and there's yeah. some good contrast happening it's crazy like he is it, it's a good it's a good experience which probably which probably means you know what it's like denzel curry like he's got like these insane like screaming bars and he's like going all over the place and every interview he's probably the most mentally healthy rapper oh, I know. that there is oh i know i imagine slow ties very similar I, oh, I, 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 slow ties like associated with skepta on one hand but also asap mob on the other <laughs> <laughs> shout out to england bro yeah no i like slow ties. it's the only time i'm ever gonna give praise i really do like slow ties. <laughs> slow, slow ties a gem i can't even hate honestly yeah, no. that that album i Again, kind of going back to the William Crooks thing is like I thought the pacing was really good. No, it's good. Like, it I can listen to it, and I like there's songs on there that I just like really enjoy. Yeah, Tyler the Creator's album was not that good. No, not I didn't even listen good. to it. No. He hasn't yeah, that's an album to in like ten years. That's an album that we all immediately forgot. Yeah, <laughs> everyone was like, he Whoa, released an album. No, Tyler, he just, he did Flower Boy, he did Igor. <laughs> Oh, what's oh, what's this one? Is that a driver's <laughs> license? Is that a driver's <laughs> license? So you're telling me there's no bars like who that boy, who it is. No. <laughs> then oh, no. listen to it. Oh no. I I am I am impressed with how forgettable. Not bad, but how forgettable call me. All right, so bars. this is not supposed to be a flex what I am about to say, but I remember back in like two thousand nine, like first time I heard like Earl and Tyler and everything on Dat Piff. Yeah. This is a throwback. Shout and, out. Like everybody's like, this stuff sucks. It's weird. Nobody <laughs> likes this. And then like two years later, everybody forgot about Wiz Khalifa and got really into Tyler the Creator. And I was like, you guys are all bums. Every one of you. I hate all of you. Everybody did forget about Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, and they all got into Tyler the Creator. I'm like, you guys Black are calling yellow, me weird bro. for actually, liking the Earl sweatshirt. It's actually demo. really funny. <laughs> no, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, my main problem with the new album was just there was that DJ. He sounds like Samuel L. Jackson. The whole album just being like, Tyler the Creator, represent! Like, he's just yelling the entire album. And you're just like, dude. All I know is I'm never going to see Odd Future again. Yeah. And that Drake got booed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number, uh, no no particular order. Come on! (laughs) Next one. The next next one. Uh, And this one also. But I just can't deny the amount of time I've spent with it. Uh, Natalie Bergman, Mercy. I mentioned it once. She writes Christian music that's actually good. Is this a talk to the Lord lady? Yeah. Nice. But it's like, it's like, no. <laughs> I don't know about that Wait, nice. That's what the song's <laughs> No, no, no. That's a real nice. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Like, she, like, in her music videos, just is embodying, like, this midsummer cult energy. But then I think she's kind of sincere about it. But maybe it's just aesthetic. Hold on. Is she, like, Sufjan Stevens Christian or is she, like, Yeah, Christian and that's what you Christian? asked me last time I brought her up. Oh, and, okay. and I would say <laughs> yes. But then I actually kind of read about her a little bit. And apparently her sister died like a year ago and so i think it might be real but it kind of comes across midsummer we're talking that movie with um yeah my girl crush yeah florence Pugh. yeah florence Pugh. 
Yes, um, that's fair. That's that's, that's her too. visual aesthetic. But is, like, at least is I, like Midsummer. I haven't mm. heard very much of her. I've only heard what Aaron's played, really. But all right, I'm saving this. It one. doesn't. It doesn't like lyrically. It seemed very sincere because like Sufian will be like Christian themes and then really screwed up lyric. Yeah, yeah, no, you know no. what I'm saying. And it's like. I don't feel that way. But Mercy, Mercy's it's a great she album. She looks like she's from a 19c. I just pulled her up on Spotify. Yeah. She looks like she'd be in like an Ingmar Bergman movie. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, her name is Bergman. I know. That's why I think oh, of it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Are you was it the album Keep Those Teardrops from No, me? no, it's Mercy. Mercy. Oh, that's right. All right. I'm Save saving it. that. Yeah. All right. And uh so the next one. The next one, yeah. The next one. Uh Ray Pila R E Y P I L A uh, what is the album called? It's something. Do you want me to pull something it up? sugar? Something sugar. Watermelon could, uh, sugar. Yeah, look. Give it. Give it a look up. Ray Pila. Uh, it's a cool cover. The, the future, future sugar. sugar. The future sugar. Oh, quick on the draw. Great album. Seriously, great album. It's kind of uh, <laughs> what the heck is this? <laughs> it's like a punk. Uh, and this this does not this is this is a terrible sales pitch. You should just go and listen to it. Okay, look. <laughs> no, describe it. Kay. We have to describe so, it. So 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 it's like it's like a punk rock eighties throwback, but it ends up kind of sounding like super organism in certain ways. Because like it's <laughs> kind of got this modern take on uh, the, the production is very experimental and punk, but there is like this it's kind of the PlayStation two thing happening a little bit. It's got like a little bit of something demented happening behind it all but it, it's kind of an mm. 80s throwback it's good there's a cockroach in the skittles it's too bad it's too bad clarence released an ep so i couldn't put it on my top five ah dang <laughs> uh, although vanishing act one is as good as anything else he's released so it would have made it i'm excited to hear it okay the next one the next one is this the last one it's got two i've got two, two more and i have to admit it'll come to me but oh 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 yeah 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 it just hit it's uh a beginner's mind sufian stevens nice that album rules nice. and i and, and because he... of that album i found out about the angel angel and angelo 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 bottle you go and follow his he, it's the guy that did the album with sufian and like you go and follow him all the way back to his roots and it's like oh everything i liked about carrie and lowell, lowell was kind of this guy like hold up is this gonna be sad again no it's like it's like a happy carry and lowell but the, the song okay. but the song the songwriting it will, so like there's like a ton of film themes like if you go and look at the single pictures like he's got uh, the wizard of oz and on one of them i'm just saying he's got, he's got the guy from um silence of the lambs i'm just saying if, if i yeah. once think about my mom dying during this album i will hold you no, personally no, 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 accountable you won't but it's i, I can't it, promise no that. man i really just i have to say because like i love carrie and lowell but then i go and listen to sufian's discography and it's like he's way too kind of I don't know, man. He's really experienced. Like in the very beginning, he's folk, very folky, and I, I actually like a lot of that. And then in the middle there, he just does this really weird experimental production that kind of like the Age of Odds or whatever. And it like did not. I don't know. I want to like it, but it's kind of too big and epic. And then Karen Lowell came out and it was like, wow, this is like super i don't know how to explain the feeling of that album but it's like the songwriting is really cool the instrumentation's cool the production's cool and this the songwriting is a little bit different than um stuff you would usually hear and this album is kind of a continuation of that but it's not about his mom dying it's just thank about god mo- it's just about movies thank god <laughs> then the, the 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 
and I kind of will admit that this is the crown jewel, actually. I, 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 Finally. I, this one is the crown jewel. And it's, uh, yeah, The Avalanches, We Will Always Love You. That album is so good. I have listened to that thing a ton. Um, it, it was very underwhelming when it first came out because I think, you know, the Avalanche al- Avalanche's albums... set a tone, I feel well, like. Well, and before that, it's like they've always kind of had singles that really sync. Like you got Danny Brown coming out on several tracks in Wildflower and then Frontier Psychiatrist. It's like, how can you... You know, that's like a fantastic song. And then this album Boy Needs Therapy. really doesn't have a single track that will jump out and grab you. It's just the album is really good. And I didn't realize that for quite a while. But when I came around to it, I was like, oh, man. You had a whole lot of Red experience. Yeah, kind of. I, I have to I have to swallow my pride on this one. Because I did. When I first listened to it, I was like, yeah, this is like, okay. Mm-hmm. But then we were driving in southern Utah to go do some massive hikes. And on the drive, it was like early morning. We were driving through a canyon. The sun was just peeking over. And Aaron turned this album on. And it hit different. Okay, it hit different, and I love that album. It's so good. Yeah, no, it's it's really it's really good. So yeah, yeah. that's my twenty twenty one. Good twenty twenty one. All right, all right, Cody. The feature pre- The feature presentation. Now the question is: Are that. they ranked? No. Ah. There we go. There we go. There we go. The man who However, says they are all from twenty twenty one. Oh, wow. did you do that intentionally? No. He's, he's trying well, to prove me wrong. I, yes <laughs> and no. I just I, there was nothing that like. No artist that I discovered for the first time that I was like, oh man, it was because they released something this year is why I found them. Gotcha. Well, I think this past year, I guess. Everything I that I dropped was 2021 except Ray Pila. Everything else is. Wow. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, wow. I guess we just suck at music. I guess so. We yeah. just suck at music. Also, bro. I guess I will <laughs> say, like, even though they're not ranked, I think the first one, like, if I was forced to pick. Like, this is my album of the year. It's the first one that I'm going to bring up, which is Nocturne by this German band called Der Weg Eine Freiheit. It means the way of freedom in English. <laughs> How do but, I spell that on Spotify? Uh, just if you search Nocturne, is N O K T V R N. Oh. Hey, also, <laughs> we got we to gotta drop these in our group chat. Yeah. You just made, drop a link. Did you hear him make fun of your music? I can't you help it. This atmospheric black metal band from. Germany made a better album than I'm anything sorry. that Logan thought came out in 2021. <laughs> um, but yeah, it sounds a lot like bands like Agalock, Wolves in the Throne Room, um, Panopticon, stuff like that. Uh, it's very cool. It's the good kind of black metal because it's not you know racist. Uh, <laughs> I, I was super into it though. Like gun to my head, if I had to pick an album of the year, that would probably be it. Um, it's just got like a lot of really good spacey ambient stuff alongside like crazy blast beats and everything, which I'm in every time um so yeah if i had to pick that would be my album of the year uh, cody likes these crazy black metal blast beats but then if he says my friends are dead inside he's like i don't know about no. this it's somebody can sing about philosophy right. all day like yeah because a blast beat doesn't isn't like oh this guy's gonna kill himself like, most solo in, black metal projects are about killing yourself or I'm killing other people solo black metal projects though <laughs> you're the one that wants me to listen to birds and it's not gonna happen <laughs> now my next album on the list is Music City USA by Charlie Crockett. Real old-time honky-tonk country music. It's very good. Um, I It was my second most listened to album of the year behind Porcupine Trees and Esthetize Live albums. Yo, he's getting this boot barn energy out here. Dude, That's I've been so... listening to country forever. I just 
started listening to it again. All right. I mean, it's a but, country recommendation from Cody, so I have to. I, I A lot of country these days, what it is, is like I listen to it here and there, and then the Tongans all got really into country. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> I don't understand but they all, this. I, believe me, I don't understand it either, but <laughs> it happened. And But they all listen to like the poppy country. And so I heard that stuff. I'm like, I mean, man, body like a back road will change a man. Man, this sucks. <laughs> and so I was like, I need to find something better than this. And so I knew like a couple artists, like Tyler Childers. Um, yeah, I saw Tyler Childers. I just played Sturgill Simpson. Um, or if you want to go up to Canada, there's an awesome, just like very folksy singer named uh, Coulter Wall. I don't uh, think Canadians can make country music. If you're from Saskatchewan, <laughs> you can, because that's just Kansas in Canada. Um, but yeah, Music City USA by Charlie Crockett. It's great. It's got a lot of like the, you know, organ and everything. It's not just like an acoustic guitar. That, okay. That it's sounds fun. like something I could like, you know? Um, but yeah. The main thing I don't want is just twangy electric guitar. Oh, it's not going to be. Yeah. That's all I want. And trap beats. That's why I listen to Sam Hunt. Who is Sam Hunt? <laughs> he... He made body like a back road, which will change a man. It has whistling, it has acoustic guitar, it has twang, and it has trap drums. <laughs> that sounds like the worst thing I've ever not heard in my life. Um, <laughs> and we'll never hear. <laughs> yeah, I, I will probably never listen to that. Somebody forces it on me. Um, next on the list is Where Fear and Weapons Meet by 1914. Um, they're a Ukrainian death metal band that is very obsessed with World War One, but not in like a weird, like fascist <laughs> way. No, they're super based. I thought about it too, and then I was like, "This is questionable." And then I found their Instagram. They're like showcasing like gay Jewish soldiers from like World War One that fought for their country, mm-hmm. and like they're super down. And like some dudes, like, "Oh, aren't you guys like?" You're, you know, you sing about like German tanks. What do you mean you're not into this? And like they said, like straight up, they're like, you're stupid. And I was like, yeah, these guys are sick. But all their songs are about World War One, but not like just you're being st- like, we're going to sing about like, you know, mustard gas. Like, no, they sing about like people that fought in World War One, like battalions from Utah are like talked about on the album but it's super heavy and it's and tight. somehow not as bad as in the aeroplane over the sea the only other album i know which was written for no world war ii yeah wrong yeah. World uh, war II. well let's face it albums about world wars usually suck this usually. one does not this band literally has three lps and every single one of them is about world war one and they're all awesome um i'm interested yeah it's Sounds it's very good yeah. stuff i'm interested in both this and the country one honestly they're two vastly different albums, but yeah, I'm in. Well, now they're back to back together in my Q playlist. So. I'm glad to hear. <laughs> um, next in line is an evening with Silk Sonic by Silk. Oh Sonic. my god! Um, I forgot about this album. I didn't. Oh no! If there's one thing I felt that music needed back is dudes that do a bunch of cocaine and write songs with Bootsy Collins, and that is exactly what this album is. <laughs> and it's just like an old-school funk-style album, Anderson Pock, Bruno Mars. I was called him Bruce Mars. I was like, no, that's not right. Uh, Bruno Mars, with Bootsy Collins on the record. I love stuff like Bootsy Collins, yeah, no, Clinton, Logan, Parliament Funkadelic. Lo- Logan turned this on while we were setting up the studio, and I have listened to it several times since. Oh my God, it is so I good. I just haven't had album. enough time with it, because like I think I will process this album. Don't get me wrong, I've already listened to it several times, but I, I bet you that's one that will show up for me more this year than it last. It came out when I was in Indiana, 
And so, like, I woke up in the morning on, like, Friday. Nothing was happening yet. I popped that on in my hotel room. I was just dancing around. Because, like, he described time. it He described it as, this is Midnight Vultures, but it doesn't, like, suck. And it, and I was like, you know what? Don't do don't do no. Midnight Vultures <laughs> like that. When, Midnight when Vultures that is first, so... That sounds very you. When yeah. that first single came out, because it's the first song on the album, the one with oh, Bootsy yeah. Collins on it, I was like... These dudes did a lot of cocaine while recording this, and I was like, "I'm in." <laughs> have I'm you heard? So have you heard Midnight Vultures? No, by Beck. Holy crap! If you want to listen to a worse version of Silk Sonic, well, if you're saying they did cocaine, this dude was—I mean, Beck was shoveling it when they did that. Oh, I'm sure they were too. I probably like, there's were. no way. But they, they wrote, wrote a, they just wrote a song about chicks on ro- roller skates, and that's like the whole song. Just like they yeah. like roller skates. <laughs> he's, he, he, he's he is very much. Given it a shortcut. This is a great album, all right? I have it right there on the wall. Midnight Vultures is so good. Maybe one day I'll listen to it. No. <laughs> Never listen mind. Listen to Logan, Sam Hunt Logan before. has decided. I'm sorry. Now Logan, this, Logan makes the calls. Is this... Um, this is Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. Yeah. Are like the main guys or there's more? So Well, there's the backing band. Yeah, but those are like the two people. But gotcha. Thundercat did a lot of the back. Yeah, Thundercat yeah. also plays bass on like a few different songs. And isn't songs. Thundercat the Kendrick guy that works with yes, Kendrick? Yes, he a was lot. to Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah. Yeah. He's like one of the best funk bass players right now. I mean, the, probably the Yeah, best. he is probably the best. Yeah. Thundercat's sick. Um, he also made Dragon Ball Do-Rag. I kind of feel like oh, he... I, mm, mm. Do we, lest we forget. Lest we forget. <laughs> His albums never really come together for me, though. The one, I can't remember the name of it. Where he's coming out of the swamp. out of the swamp. I love that album. I want to like it. Like, I love the cover. I love what he is. But then, like, it just doesn't. That's fair. Yeah. I, but yeah, no, I, I quite like Thundercat. He is, yeah, him and Bootsy Collins are both on the record. Different tracks, but, you know, they both play bass in a very good, funky way. Um but yeah, I've been listening to a lot of funk this week. Um, I love funk. I lost myself. I lost myself. Five years ago, like it was my introduction. I worked with a guy at Smith's who was really into funk music. It's like how he learned to play bass and everything. And I saw George Clinton, Parliament Funkadelic, were coming to play at the Depot. And I was like, I don't have any money. I work at Smith's. And I posted on Twitter, just like out of the blue, like, hey, somebody buy me a ticket for George Clinton. My birthday's next week. It can be a birthday present to me. George Clinton guest listed me. And Yo. so that was my first like real funk experience. And it was the coolest concert I think I've ever been to in my life. Because he tours with his grandkids. And they all play different instruments in different styles. So he's got like a grandson who plays guitar. He's very good at it, mind you. Metal. Hmm. So they're up there playing like funky metal. Like <laughs> almost like a Faith No More kind of thing yeah. going on up there. Nope, and it that's was cool. It, dude, it was so sick. It's the only video I have of the whole night is his grandson up there ripping this crazy guitar solo over like a boom, 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 bass line. <laughs> and it's so sick. Funk really attacked me about 2017 into 2018. I, I lost control. The funk overtook. It overtook. But then it did kind of. In the same, and in likeness to to my run with '90s uh, East Coast '90s hip hop, like it was like all I was consuming for like a, like a year. Um, it's not. I still look back on it with fondness, but I have to admit, it's like at the end of the day, I am not. I can't listen to funk forever exclusively, but I will always love a good funk album. Also, 
I was going to put this on for next season, but I'm not. So I'm going to bring this album up now because I'm thinking about Bootsy Collins. Everybody should listen to Lord of the Harvest by Zillatron. It's Bootsy Collins, but oh, it's so good. Came out in like 93. He reissued it in like 2004. Nobody I've ever talked to has heard it. Like, it still to this day only has like a couple thousand plays on Spotify. I'll give it a go. Um, But yeah, Zillatron, Lord of the Harvest. Um, Great album. Then last but not least, Garbology, Aesop Rock, Blockhead. (laughs) Uh, It's so good. I love Aesop Rock. Oh, Aesop. If only your name wasn't so close to Aesop. Aesop Rocky. Aesop Rocky? Are you kidding me? Aesop Rock before like, well, he had a song on, I think it was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4. Um, He had Daylight was on there and so i got into him like way before and then like asap mob came out rocky obviously ferg and all them and i'm like nobody knows who asap rock is (laughs) because this name is too similar and they're from the same area i was like yeah whatever who cares i never really got into asap rocky but i love asap rock i i think labor days is probably one of my favorite hip-hop albums ever made like top three nice Dang. But yeah, the new one, Garbology, it's like just a joke on samples. Because they just keep reusing samples. <laughs> he's an, I've tried to listen. I, I should have you just curate some stuff. Because like approachability, it's like some people have a lot of content. And it's like, I don't know what to... Con- I don't know what to- I'm not going to show my hand, but we'll talk after the show. All right. All right. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, I would like it... Intrigue has been there with Aesop Rock for a while. I mean, me, I can but. set up like just a straight up discography. Like, here's a, like just yeah. cuts. From yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's where I probably need to start. I just need to start there. Choice but yeah, cuts. That's that's my top. Well, choice. My top cuts. one and choice four cuts. I really like. Choice cuts. <laughs> Frappaholics mixtape. <laughs> William Crooks though. Oh, yeah. dude. No, around the horn. Honestly, I don't know everything. Like. All of you guys, I don't know all of them, but um, I know a few from everyone. And the ones I do know, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm intrigued to see what else. Mm. If you're putting if you're putting that album next to that one, it's like, okay, I kind of know, you know. All right, so we've all gone through our list. We've done the album review. We planned for a 90 minute episode this week. We have five minutes to hit 90 minutes. I vote we still do bops. All right. Well. Oh, I thought we were just gonna no, no, no. shop Damon. Last then. five minutes is Damon. Damon. That's oh, true. That's fair. Yeah. That's, you know, it's so weird that we would bring that up. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. Damon hasn't been talking a lot this episode. <laughs> it, Damon, I'm so sorry. Guys. You're not here. No, he's here. Damon. He's here spiritually. Damon. Hey, Damon. Oh, Damon, I hear that I'm you. I'm not doing this. I'm, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Cody. Cody, didn't you want you? You and the I, way that we set it up is not going to, my bit's going to fall flat. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't show our hand here. Damon, it's great to have you here with us. <laughs> it really is. Anybody that like happens to catch the VOD on Twitch is going to be like, who are they talking to? <laughs> they are all clinically insane. And you'd be right. But let's just say um, Damon is going to share with us his list. Yeah, we brought year. a time machine. A time machine. Uh, truth be told, the boy is in Italy. But he has a list, and he checked it He's twice. in Italy because we buried him there. We buried <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Is he- so let's, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, say, I turn say the time over up. to Damon. Wrap it up. See y'all next week. And then, and then after the credits, play Damon's stuff. It'll be like a bonus. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I mean, or, I mean, whatever. 
I mean, yeah. I'm so out of, I, Do you want to do bops? Do you want to do bops? No, no, no. Let's, let's not do bops. No, let's no. do bops. Way too Nobody's long. ready. It's Nobody's ready. Go, go, go. Go, I'm go, go. Ready. Let's say Damon. Damon goes, and then we wrap. All right. Insert Damon here. All right. It's been a wonderful season. Uh, the next season, big things are coming. Um, just stay tuned. I mean, the few of you that are still with us, we love you, and we believe in you. Tell all your friends about us. Yeah. Yes. Cody, Cody proselytize the nitwick, son. Let them know. Yeah, I know it's true. Next season, we'll, we're going to be coming back with a new attitude, new vengeance. <laughs> we'll be back to I'm fighting. I'm coming back with hate. <laughs> we'll be back to fighting next week. <laughs> I'm bringing up vitriol while I'm we, in this We chair. legitimately shared way too much quality content this episode. It's kind of killing me. That was great, man. <laughs> uh, speaking of 3-6 Mafia, uh, my... Fifth album of the year was Mystic Styles by Three Six Mafia. Yo, that is one of the hardest albums ever written. <laughs> You're absolutely right, and uh, yeah, I had a great time. Memphis rap is great. Yeah, uh, me and Jake were actually just talking about that. Uh, yes, yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. How? Because like I met a kid at the arcade from New York, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What's good coming out of New York right now? Do you? Does anything come to mind for you?" Uh. Nas made two albums this year. What yeah, okay. really good. <laughs> okay, no, 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 one right. of them. Yeah, well, not. well, no, 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 no. Yeah, so, we're talking that's modern act. Yeah, like a, a uh, new act. Because, like, don't get me wrong. Nineties, uh, well, nineties East Coast. You mean I'm there? You mean rap? Yeah. yeah. Oh, because there's a pretty decent like club and oh yeah, scene. hipster the hipster scene. Oh yeah, but, but uh, rap. I don't know. Isn't Joey Badass from? Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah. yeah Brooklyn, he's, yeah. I don't know if he's new anymore, though. Yeah, he feels like 2014. <laughs> Did he literally make an album called 2014? Yeah. <laughs> Did he? I think but, so. No, what, 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 where me and Jake arrived, anyway, was basically, yeah, down south is where the, the cool new stuff seems to be coming out. Yeah. 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 New York is, uh, the most recent names is, most of them I didn't even recognize, but Cardi B... And Takashi were the two biggest ones from like the last five years. What happened to Takashi, by the way? Um, Hopefully he's dead. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully he's dead. Who knows? (laughs) I uh, I have no clue, dude. I have not been keeping up. Yeah. But anyway. Logan, you got nothing? Nothing. You abandoned him. He could be dead. (laughs) (laughs) If they release a new album, bro, he's dead. (laughs) It's not how it works in rap anymore. If they die, you just leave these posthumous albums. It's like a death certificate for the streets. Dude, artists are releasing more from the grave than life now. I know. Michael Jackson. (laughs) Tupac. Tupac's got like six albums after he got killed. Biggie Smalls made like one album, and he's got like 30 on Spotify. It's ridiculous. Mm, Yeah. But yeah, whatever. So that's number five. Uh, number four is uh, this dude named Slim Gorilla, who's not from Memphis, but he's got the Memphis style. He's just from Houston. Uh, oh, called- dude! So he was probably with like DJ Screw and like Big Mo and all them guys, right? Sure. <laughs> I, I haven't read into. <laughs> is the it like yet. '90s Houston rap though? It's, well, Southern it's, rap. It's like modern. It's like oh, is it new? Yeah, it's like he still makes stuff. But this album came out in like I think. Uh, twenty. Hold on, let me check. But oh, if it's twenty something, I, I'm DJ Screw has been dead a long time, <laughs> and I, I am fairly certain Big Mo. Yeah, it came out twenty seventeen. So oh yeah, so this is newer. But if it's got that old school style, that's tight. Yeah, it's sick. It is. Uh, it's got a great album. I mean, too. even the Fortnite rapper made a song called "Rest in Peace, Screw." <laughs> Who's the Fortnite rapper? You know, the guy who killed all those kids. 
I thought it was, <laughs> oh, about Travis Scott. I was Holy like, what? It <laughs> 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 went that, right over my head. Oh, gosh, that was, that was something there. That was something. up a cancellation <laughs> right now. Nah. <laughs> that is that's some immortal audio right there. That rocks. Um, We're just gonna clip that. No, but what what I was I can't remember what I was gonna say now, now that I've been inter- interrupted. Well, that's okay. No, but uh, sounds like you're in Memphis rap right now. That's what it sounds uh, like. I was this year. I'm not anymore. It's a I'm good choice. The, yeah. Hold on, I got a text about my mom freaking out because I'm not home. Or whatever. But uh, number three is uh, this EP called DOS, or four, it's called Four New Hit Songs by this artist named DOS, one of my friends. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, we've got that. Yeah, that was some, yeah, some acoustics. <laughs> but uh, my friend who was my uh, manager at Spirit Halloween and then worked at P.F. Chang's, and I just hung out with him in Seattle, but he's got the best taste of music, and he recommended this EP. Uh, it's just like, I guess club is what it would be called. Or I'm in. Club or house. I, was, I was so ready for yeah. Damon to say he released this album. Yeah. I've always low-key thought no. that the Spirit Halloween managers are probably the ones making the best bangers in the game. <laughs> he, well, he he's wanting to be a DJ, and I think he'd be an insane DJ. Because, yeah, 100% of his uh, music recommendations so far have been fire. How is so. DOS spelled? Because I'm interested in this. D-O-S-S. But yeah, so that one's pretty cool. And then number two, I don't even remember what I said. Sorry, you're no, good, bro. You're doing all you know. Uh, oh, Playboy Cardi, self-titled. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, I don't know. I kind of like whole lot of red more, honestly. Hot take, it seems apparently. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my roommates got me into him, pretty hardcore. And yeah, bro, I, just, I've been seeing you on that friend activity. Yeah. You, you were grinding, his song, Yeah, his songs are just, uh, you know, you just kind of bop your head. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, I get it. That's what. what still, mood. watching Logan do a 180 on Whole lot of Red was hilarious. <laughs> Literally. A whole lot of mid. Yeah, he watched Dude, a whole lot of mid. Literally later. two weeks later, he's like, yo, that, that's fine. <laughs> I saw Brandon post something about it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a, it's a fire album. But uh, I think his, I will say his self-titled album is what I listen to way more than Whole Lot of Red. So, got to give it to that. But, yeah, that was good. And then number one. So, wait, it's not just Die Lit and Whole Lot of Red? No, he's, he's, There's got, also, he's got a self-titled mixtape. It's got hits like, In New York, I'm in New York. Yeah, Location. I know. Uh, <laughs> Location. Magnolia. Magnolia is his biggest song. Well, that's, that's Magnolia, In New York, I'm in New York. Oh. So, wait, is this on <laughs> Spotify? Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I haven't seen that, bro. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, this is a big recommendation. Play, so Playboy, Playboy it, Cardi literally can't stop saving rap music. It, yeah, no, literally all three of his albums I can listen to for like five hours on repeat and mm-hmm. then just turn them off and just be like, cool, I'll be back tomorrow. But uh, yeah, th- they're good. But number one is uh, Two by Crystal Castles. Nice. Yeah. Based choice. I love Crystal Castles. Yeah. Not a great band to be a fan of, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, no, it's fine. I'll get canceled for it. Yeah, Alice Glass but, is out doing her own thing. Now it's tight. All right, Damon, so but, what was your number one album of the year? Uh, it was Two by Crystal Castle. Bass choice. Great band. Yeah. Uh, I know it's a little controversial, but uh, Alice is doing her own 
thing now. You so better keep both takes. Yo, yeah. both takes have to be this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't stitch anything. Like, yeah, just yeah, leave yeah, it as it is. I never do. Yeah, I never do. Crystal Castles is sick. I had not really listened to them much, and they played. This is before all the allegations and everything yeah, came out. Yeah. But they played up in Ogden on Ogden Twilight. Oh, it sure. was the same summer I saw like Churches and Purity Ring. Hey, that it was like girls singing electronic music heaven. It sounds like a summer. It was great. Yeah, but uh, her first her first album comes out th- uh, January, nice. so she's probably gonna go on tour. So trying to catch her show. So probably, but. Uh, I I know this is not what you yeah. want to do, but what's the what's this allegations? Just he, I'm honestly not a hundred percent sure what happened. I yeah, think he, he just was abusive, her really bad for like the whole career. Apparently, huh. interesting because Crystal yeah. Castles was just two people. Yeah, it was Alice Glass, and I can never remember his name. But uh, it's Ethan. Yeah, something. But yeah. There's so, still a band, mind you. Uh, yeah, actually. They've got a different well, singer. Yeah, well, Ethan huh. Kath, that's his last name. But uh, yeah, I looked up his Wikipedia page uh, uh, sometime, I guess. But it literally just says he's in Crystal Castles, and it's just his sexual assault allegation. But apparently he found another singer. They just haven't released anything in, like... Huh. Seven Imagine years. That being your Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, <laughs> wow. Crystal Castle's next sexual assault album. Yeah, so. average <laughs> pop punk band member. Yeah, yeah, but their music is so good. Uh, enough about that. Uh, their music is fire. Shout out to whatever. Daughters. I have it on vinyl too, so I'm not. Frick don't yeah. worry, I'm not paying him a millionth of a cent. I wasn't worried. Every every stream or whatever or. But Respectable is yeah. It two sounds... the one that has "Not in Love" with Robert Smith from The Cure on it. Yeah, but okay, the vinyl yeah. has a non-Robert Smith version. That's oh really not on Spotify. That's tight. Yeah, but yeah, that Robert Smith song is great too. That's my favorite Crystal Castle song. I just never remember no, what no. album it's on. Why Baptism have I never even and... heard of this? Literally, like, go listen to Crystal Castles too. You would like them. All Baptism right, and transgender are the best songs. Okay, I'm definitely so. going and giving that a try. But yeah. It's like gothy electronic music. It's tight. Beautiful. Yeah. Witch House. Dame, Damon. Witch House. R- Damon. Witch House. Damon. Did you hear that? I know, what? I know Witch House. Oh, I know Witch House. I know some Witch House. I know, <laughs> I know me. Do I look like a man? Look at the shirt I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah. Shirtless. He, he is the one who knows you, about Witch House. Crystal Castles? No, I've listened to Witch House, though. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's my Especially top five. Especially that Russian band. That one nice. kind of freaks me out, though. That Russian Damon, band. Damon's had some character specific. development this year. Yeah, I definitely listen to the most new music this year. I am curious That's to like awesome. see your list. If like I just like in general, if you can like screenshot oh. and send it to me, Yo, I would I, love to look at I, it. I was gonna follow I haven't, up with you, yeah. about your your goal of like one album every day. Three sixty five. So I think I hit it. I just stopped keeping track on notes. Gotcha. I I got to two thirty eight. And then, that's still but I solid. know that was a long time ago. Bro, so that's sick. It would man. take a that's long time to Damon, find out. Damon's working out. hard. He's yeah. working Damon's hard. Damon's out here grinding. And Just he's not even on the someone show. Someone make a letterboxed <laughs> app for music, please. There's yeah. a kind of okay one called for it. Rate your music is the closest. Don't use rate your music. There's not an app for it. There's a crappy website with yeah. a bunch of they awful opinions from the same work. white guy, apparently. Oh. <laughs> Literally. It's just a, it's a white guy hive mind that <laughs> it, runs yeah, rate music. Oh my gosh. It's a very, uh, well, I, I, it's, we, we don't need to go there. Yeah. We can. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, I grew up on Sputnik music, so I'm anti-rate your music just by yeah, design. No, it, it's it's very, no. Uh, sorry, I, I don't hey, like sorry do you guys yeah. mean Sonemic? 
the new, this the website Cinemic for FKA RateYourMusic.com. Cinemic sound. That's what it is. That's what they're they're trying to rebrand it. That's so stupid. Frick. Why would you do that? It's like the most knowledgeably pretentious site on the internet. Welcome <laughs> to Cinemic. No Nobody knows what that what it means or what it's so what is it? Bulimic? Sonemic. Sonemic. We gotta let Damon dip though. I gotta let people yeah. All right, I gotta yo. go to Italy for two weeks. Peace, Damon. Find a beautiful Italian woman, bring her back. Dude, it was so good to uh, see you again. It was yeah. good to see you. Honestly. Yeah, was, I'm so glad you came back from the dead. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see you back. Anything I'm glad else? you didn't kill yourself with a captive bolt pistol. What? <laughs> that, 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 that was the word on the street, dude. I need to listen to the new episodes.